Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. I'm gonna take it super easy on you guys. Especially my name is, sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll cut an edit for you. Don't worry. I'm Alona Mar and I play for the USA Women's Rugby Sevens team. Abby Gasitis here, co-captain of the USA Sevens team. I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I'm jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Village, one of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. We'll have unfiltered conversations with Olympic athletes from the ground about the daily experiences that make up a majority of the athlete life at the Games. After all, it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies. This podcast is presented by Nordatrack from iFit. You can hear us in the headphones, okay? Yeah. Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. Thank you both for being here. Um, I'm so stoked that you are taking the time to talk about your life in the village, your life off the field as Rugby Sevens players. First thing I want to ask, what are you guys like in the village together? Are you like goofy? Are you having fun? Are you nervous? What is that vibe like on the team for you guys? Well, when we're not making TikToks for Ilona. Yes. I don't know. We'll get into. <laughs> it's, I think we're a goofy bunch that knows how to have fun together and we, we vibe off each other so well. So, I mean, we do make TikToks together and we had a lot of fun testing out those cardboard beds. <laughs> And we sit together at lunch. We are checking out the other team. So it's a great time. Yeah. We play guess the sport a lot of the time. You know, the other athletes are walking by and you're like, ooh, rower, javelin, rugby seven. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, let's talk about the TikTok. Ilona, especially for you, I love your TikTok. I follow you. So I enjoy it. What is it like, Ben, being able to do that around the village? And, like, I love the bed video. Like, how cool is it for you to be able to do this here? Uh, it's been so fun. I think it's been a really fun way to get my mind off of things. And because when you start thinking about the games and whatever, I do get pretty stressed. So it's been a cool way to not only, like, show off the games, but show off myself and my team and get people really excited about a sport that I think not a lot of people knew about. And um, it's just been so fun because it allows you to be creative and share thoughts and show your authentic self, I think. Yeah. You mentioned not many people know about Rugby Sevens, especially for the women. Let's talk about you guys being badass women on Rugby Sevens team. Like when people tune in and watch your sport, what do you want them to know, especially those little girls who are looking up to both of you and your entire team who think, hey, maybe I want to do this? I just want them to know, like, yes, you can, because people shy away from it. They think, oh, it's full contact. Oh, they don't have helmets or pads. And no, we're we're taught all the safe ways to tackle, but it's such an empowering sport in every way. The fact that the men's and women's games are completely alike, rules, ball size, field size, and it's just the community and the women in the sport are so incredible, and it's the community to get behind. Yeah. You you spoke about no padding, obviously, but when I was watching you guys, I noticed you have tape on your wrists, on your thighs, some people on their fingers. What is that for? Because I I don't I don't know, and I'm sure people listening are probably like, hey, what what is that tape for? Hold this old body together, (laughs) gal. I mean, I'm thirty. I'm out there putting it on the line, but. No, the one on our thighs is for the line out. So anytime the ball goes into touch, so the out of bounds, 
That's how they lift us up. So Lo would put her hands under the tape. So because it's 90 degrees outside and we're drenched in sweat, then that's a little bit of grip for them to throw me up into the air. And then I think with some of the other tape, it's like um, we're, we are on the ground probably a thousand times percent more than the normal person. So the amount of times we're pushing ourselves off the ground and doing all sorts of things. I mean, I think sometimes also tape can be a little bit aesthetic, yeah. a slight aesthetic oh, with yeah. the tape. And then um, it's just, I think maybe a little placebo effect too. Like, oh, I got the tape on. We're good. <laughs> I'm good to go. I'm ready to play. Um, how long does it take to put that stuff on? Is that like quick before the game? Oh, we have a strapping for at least 45 minutes before we go to warm up. 45 minutes. Trainers. Oh, yeah. Some people don't can't even tape their own wrists. They make yeah. someone else do it. Yeah, yeah. We have some princesses, you know. I can tape my own blisters, but not everyone. Not everyone. Come on. <laughs> I, I, dude, there's no way you have princesses on the Rugby Sevens team. <laughs> You know what we do because it's uh they like want it a specific way and yeah. they need it this way. So they, we have the best athletic trainer in the world, Nicole Titmus. Yeah. So the, the mount she puts up with us, but she has the best taping like I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. My ankles are in there. They're locked in. Yeah, nothing's happened to those ankles. Um, Can you actually talk about the trainers and the support staff that comes with you as a team? How many coaches are there? Do you have massage therapists? What's going on on that front? So just strictly rugby, we have a head coach, strength and conditioning coach, sports psychologist, athletic trainer, a doctor, and then we have massage therapists from the USOPC that we're all allowed to see. We have a team manager. We have our director of high performance here. So it is an entourage and video analyst. Mm -hmm. So someone who details every single match, they give us all the stats, how many tackles you made, how many you attempted where the ball got kicked to. It's unreal. And they're all there and accessible 24-7. I want to ask about the transportation situation. So how is that? Oh, no. How has that been? Like, from the village going to where you guys play, what is that like? Is there a bus schedule? How are you guys getting to and from venue? I mean, I will say I think Japan and the, the organizers of this Olympics have done a spectacular job because we get there and our buses are ready and there's hundreds of buses just lined up. You go to your venue and you go here for this bus. Abby and I just had a little <laughs> thing today trying to get a driver to, to do these interviews, but we made it. You know, we walked in the heat in our outfits, but we made it. But um, getting to and from has been – it's like so um, so well done and uh, to a T. So super impressed and we always get everywhere is on time. That's the staff here at the Olympics, unreal. unreal. Like the kindness and uh, just hospitality. Hospitality unmatched. is on another level here. I've never witnessed anything like it. Yeah, I, I think especially given all of the hard stuff that Japan has gone through, just them hosting these Olympics so graciously has been amazing, even for me to see on the media side of it. Um so you guys are in super awesome jackets right now, and this is a podcast so people can't see, but the United States of America is outfitted so well. Can you walk me through your processing experience and what it was like to unbox the amount of stuff that you guys got? I mean, first of all, I've never heard Abby probably scream that loud. <laughs> like it was yeah. what, so exciting and it makes you feel so important and so loved when you arrive to the village and you had two bags of Ralph Lauren gear, Nike gear, Oakley's and everything. I mean, 
we were going through. We were having so much fun. It was just a great first day. Yeah, the fits are so fresh. Uh, I'm not gonna downgrade any other country, but our outfits are 100. percent Number one. Number, number one. one. Yeah, I think and I have to agree. Yeah, like the stash is unreal. Like mm-hmm. the amount of kit that we received, I've never seen anything like it. I don't know when I'll even ever get to wear this until you know I'm, my kids are going to be wearing. Yeah, it. I don't know if I'll be stop wearing it yeah no you're gonna end up having like a massive suitcase at home and it's gonna be like some random day in february and you're like you know what i need to wear some new olympic stuff take the tags <laughs> off like brand new eight months later still got it right no it, do you guys have like a favorite item that came in your kits i know that's a hard question because there's so much oh i know mine. okay what is it Bucket hat from Ralph Lauren. You wear it I every TikTok. I love it. Every day, folks. Every day. Well, my problem is it's now become like my thing that everyone thinks, but I don't actually, I never wear hats because no, really, I don't. don't want my hair to get messed up. But now I'm going to have to start wearing bucket hats. It's so cool, too. It's like tie dye. It says USA on it. Like, it's, it's perfect. I love that you wear it. Abby, start wearing it with Ilona. You can't leave her hanging like that. Yeah. You know, we look too we similar. Do. We get mixed up constantly. So do, wait, do you we really? Is that a thing? Like people think you guys oh, are each other? Yeah, yeah, we wear our hair differently on purpose. Yeah. I'm a bun gal. She's a ponytail. I get <laughs> highlights just to really differentiate at the end of the day. Oh my god! But even then, after one of our games, her friend like posts a video of me like, "Hey, Abby," and Abby's like, "Okay, that's yeah. that. This okay, is too low. that's I'm yeah, that's not me." Like, one day and my father was like are you just looking at pictures of yourself on your phone and i was like dad that's it's not me <laughs> but like, that's fine that's, that's not me but that, that's fine yeah i don't need to look like your daughter it's fine um you two have such like a fun relationship you get to compete at the olympic games together what is your favorite thing about playing with each other and i want both of you to answer this yeah, I mean, I think Abby's really led us, and um, ha- to know having her as a captain has really grounded me. And it w- it was tough, like that last game we had, and I-, I put a lot of it on my shoulders. And I was in the bathroom crying. Abby knocks on the door, comes in, I'm butt naked. She's like, you know, just reassures me and and made me feel so good and special. So her and then just her play on the field or kickoffs are unmatched. So, uh, Lo, she is just a a rising star. You already see what she brings to the table, but just the growth she's already shown. And man, when I pass her the ball and she just palms someone to the ground, I live for that and watch her run up the sideline to score. And the physicality she brings, even in our own training, I don't really want to be her tackle partner mm-hmm. ever, if I'm going to be honest. But yeah. uh, no, and then there is nothing, nothing, nowhere but up from here with her. And so it's awesome. I'm so glad the world gets to see her shine. Well, I think the world is going to see you guys shine again in Paris 2024 and then LA 28. Do both do both of you guys think that you'll you'll go to LA? Is that the goal? This one will. Ooh, all right, will. you know, let's get in a stretch now. <laughs> think about all that tape you'll need. Yeah. The sport does age you. Yeah, we like. well she's 30 and I'm 24. We got the bodies of a 55 year old I swear to goodness but no it's I think we will and I think because we have the best staff best trainers I mean they take such good care of us and if that's something we want to do I think we can do it yeah it really does take a village 
cheering them on. Abby won't be in LA, but she will be there cheering us on, hopefully commentating. Abby, I will be there cheering with you for Lona. And we're, I mean, home Olympics, you can't beat that. Both of you guys, thank you so much for coming on, giving me your time, giving us some insight into Rugby Sevens and what incredible women you both are as role models. Best of luck moving forward, especially into Paris and Low 28. I'm going to call you Low now because... I can, I guess I feel like I can, (laughs) but best of luck. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Bye. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack from iFit. Follow In the Village Now on Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening to get automatic downloads. And tune into the networks of NBC to catch every moment of the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. 